check it out. Oh my god. Have a nice summer. Have a nice summer. This girl had no friends at all. Uh, once again, I teach her at the precipice of the generation gap. Have a nice summer is what you write when you have nothing to say. It's the kiss of death. And you guys didn't know Marcy Ross? Never met her, why? Because you both wrote it, too. Have a nice yeesh. Where am I? Oh, have a great summer. See, I cared. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Revisiting Sunnydale with Marcella and Camila. What's up, guys? I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. And we are going back to Sunnydale one episode at a time. Um, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. 2016 is here. It's upon us. Let's make it a good one. Yeah, seriously. 2015 didn't suck, though. It did not suck. I had a good time 2015, Mm -hmm. and um, hopefully I'll have more of the same. Well, Facebook told me I had a great time. Thanks, Facebook. Thanks. <laughs> just so you guys know, just a reminder, there will be spoilers in this episode, but that shouldn't stop you because you've seen all these episodes a million times, right? And if you haven't, what's your excuse? Yeah, seriously. It's available to stream for free. Everywhere. Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. Do your thing. Yeah. And um, also, please like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, and also um, follow us on Twitter. Yeah. At Back to Sunnydale. We're like 11 episodes in, guys. Tell us what you think. Yes. We want your feedback. Absolutely. Let us know you're listening along with us. Give us your thoughts on anything we could change or do better. Or let us know. We are open to suggestions we and compliments. Your feedback. <laughs> Plenty of compliments. Yes. I'm happy for compliments. Yes. So, um, uh, also, let's see. Uh, the Passion of the Nerd. Some, guys, some of you guys may notice, if you do follow us on Facebook, that with each episode... Each of our episodes, I post an episode, a video from The Passion of the Nerd. It's um, a YouTube video, and he breaks down why you should watch each episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And That's I fantastic. totally dig it. Like, I love it. I need to start watching them. I haven't yeah, watched them. It's I, so good. I look at them each week. I'm like, I should watch that. <laughs> and then I get wrapped up in another Watch Mojo countdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, they're not that long. They're like 10 minutes tops. Oh, well, that's, yeah, it's really Watch nothing. Mojos are way longer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would... Uh, I would urge you guys to go check that out. The Passion of the Nerd. It's on YouTube. And he also has a Facebook page under the same name. And also, um, Nerd, if you're listening to us, we'd like to talk to you, too. Yeah. Like, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, and because um, uh, we I'd like I like what you're doing. And I think it's funny. And I feel like you like and dislike the same episodes that we <laughs> have liked and disliked as well. Uh, cool thing. Shout out to the annoying one. Oh, wow. That was pretty That was pretty cool. <laughs> A.K.A. Andrew J. Furchland, who is following us on Twitter. And his Twitter's amazing, actually. He takes some really good uh, photographs. Yeah. He's pretty funny, and he's got a good eye. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you guys aren't, you should follow him at Furchland, F-E-R-C-H-L-A-N-D. And um, tell him that we sent you. And we don't hate you, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's not you. <laughs> it's it's not the you. It's, it's the annoying one. So I maybe... love that he puts right in the uh, yes that it right. says annoying one. Like, exactly, he gets it. You, you get it. He knows. He knows. So Grew up pretty well too. Maybe, he looks good. Yeah, he looks maybe really good. We should reach out to him and see if he wants to yeah. be on an episode. Yeah. Before the annoying one is school hard is gone. Yeah. 
That'd be a good one. That'd be we'll do that. Ryan gush over Spike, but but yeah, <laughs> you were great too. Yes, you're awesome too. And uh, one more shout out to um, another revisiting Sunnydale listener and a general cheerleader, Vicky Van Russell. Yes, I hope awesome. I'm saying that right. Um, tweeting, retweeting, mm-hmm. following, liking, posting, all that jazz. She's doing great. Thank yep. you, Vicky. We appreciate you. And uh, so, yeah. Oh, we had some feedback on iRobot Eugene. Someone actually loved the episode. Yeah. I, Love um, is a strong it's word. Strong That's a word. strong word to use for that. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I was, uh, I posted the question, does anyone actually like this episode? And there were a lot of comments and I just kind of stopped at these four because yeah. I'm not going to read all of them. But, um, and if you guys want to you know, find that, I did this in the Facebook group, Buffy-Angel slash Whedonverse. So if you're not a fan, if you're not part of that Facebook group, you should get on it because it's always some cute stuff of any mm-hmm. Buffy fandom kind of thing. And uh, so shout out uh, Jenna Wickler, quote, I love this episode of exclamation point. Yeah, that's. Okay. Why, Jenna? Why? Why do you love it? Yeah. Um, someone, uh, Michelle Abbott, liked it. She said, as a perfect demons as a metaphor for life, and it was relevant to a time when the internet was new and people were just learning and it could be dangerous. I agree with that. True. I, I, I could get behind still, that a little like, bit. I mean, still. It's, yeah, that message is there, and right. it's a good message, but still, it's like, it was still mm, just the painful. way that it was, yeah. It's like a dental appointment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to go. But I'm exactly. not going to feel good about it. I'm not going to like it. No. I'm not going to enjoy the time there. Um, also, Jacob Smith, uh, Jenny Callender's first appearance. That I, that I agree with. With the exception of the creepy computer kids, I thought Moloch was a pretty neat villain. Objective. And altogether a pretty creative episode. But mostly for Jenny Callender. You lost me there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to each his own. Uh, and then Philip Theodore Logan. Great name. Yes. Philip Theodore, Theodore Logan. Logan. Esquire. The ending is pretty funny when they all realize that their dating life seems to be doomed. Also, I guess it's a good opportunity to tell people be careful when you meet people online. This is true. Catfish. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, those are just four that I grabbed. And there were a couple other people that were like, no, hated it. Not, nope. Didn't. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Doesn't exist. No, gracias. I skipped right past Mm-mm. it. So, um, Yeah. That's uh, that's it. So you know, you guys and you guys can always let us know what you think of any of the episodes, like what your favorite episodes are and stuff like that. Um, just go to the Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, or tweet us at Back to Sunnydale. Yeah. And uh, we're going to unbox. Yeah, we have a wait. This is uh, what month? It's this is the December Ipsy. Yes. So it comes in this little red vinyl pouch. It's cute. Not my favorite shape. It's kind of like a. It's an awkward shape. What would you even call this? So like half imagine, circle? yeah, like a half circle. Like you can't really fit a lot. No. In here. Yeah, they usually have like a nice square or yeah. rectangle ones. And so with Ipsy, you get four to five products a month, and it's ten bucks a month. Cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all makeup products. So the first thing we have is a deep moisture mask. Mm-hmm. It smells like a mask. Nothing. Fantastic or spectacular about it. Clark's Botanicals. Yeah. Hmm. It smells like a mask. It's a mask? Yeah. Why did you smell? Thank you so much. Uh, The next thing we have is a Brio Geo Curl Charisma. 
It's rice amino and avocado leave-in defining cream. It's a finishing cream for curly to wavy hair. So in the summer, when I'm done straightening my hair, and I just feel like being curly because I want to swim, this will actually come in handy. Nice. Yeah. So that one I actually like. charisma. And then a Thank Me Later by Elizabeth Mott eyeshadow primer. I know so little about makeup that I don't understand why you need something under your eyeshadow to... I don't know what it does. Well, someone explained to me the other day... Actually, that I guess it's to help. You see what my eyeshadow is doing now? Mm-hmm. I think it's to keep from th- ah. that happening. That um, clumpy, the get into the lines business. I have no time nor patience for right. primers. Right. So I've got <laughs> less. Like I have so little time that I don't even put the shadow on. Yeah. <laughs> if I do that, that's all I got time for. So I'm just running out the house. With right. Primer. Exactly. Then we have a peony botanical nutri- nutritious color shadow trio eyeshadow palette. Now, when I was trying to open this, mm. I was trying to do it with one hand while mm. letting the dogs out. I couldn't wait because I wanted to look. So I have my phone in one hand. I'm trying to open it, and I stuck my thumb in it. Oh, see? Impatience. Yeah. Yep. But I love the colors. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. So there's like a tan, yeah, a dark brown, and like a sepia colored. Like a copper. Coppery, yeah. glittery gold. Those are pretty. I like it. <coughs> And, and then I'm sure there's supposed to be some trick as to where there's like shadowing involved and smoky. I put it on. <laughs> That's all I have time for. I put it on. And then the last thing is a Power of Love natural 100% vegan lipstick from Pacifica. Hmm. And it's actually a really pretty color. Oh, that is. Yeah, and I've it, had something else. It looks from, really good. I have their. I got their. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I got their eyeshadow, and I like that. It's it's really cool. It's um, oh, Pacifica. Oh. That's a good brand. Yeah. So all in all. Not a bad Ipsy. No, not at all. Not at all. Totally good. Mm-hmm. You could use all of that stuff. Which, by the could. by, your nail polish color is Oh, pretty. thank you. This is actually an Essie. It's like a, um, kind of, what would you call it? It's like a greeny blue. Like a greenish blue. Marine something? And or? the reason it looks like that is because there's a coat of brown underneath it. I put a coat of brown underneath it to make the green pop nice. more. Yeah. So it was it was one of those where my nails were brown and they were starting to chip and I was like bah, bah, bah. <laughs> green on top I'm bored and then I was like oh wait that actually looks kind of neat so but it's all falling off now yeah all right um, so that was Ipsy December so we'll put up links on the page mm-hmm. so if you guys are interested and Ipsy if you want to give us a code that would be awesome that would be great so people can subscribe to your product and we will happily disperse it amongst our listeners yeah. Today, our episode is, it looks like I have my notes wrong, Um, it's Out of Mind, Out of, out of sight. sight, and it's episode, season one, episode 11. This original air date was May 19th, 1997, written by Ashley Gable and Thomas A. Swindon, directed by Riza Badid. Sure. Yeah. And the summary is, as the queen election approaches, an invisible force attacks Cordelia's closest friends. Our guest yeah. star is Clea Duvall. You guys know her from the 90s. Yes, basically. Um, she's all that. She's just, yeah. She's, she's all the, that. She. Uh, the one, the movie, the alien movie with. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The faculty. Elijah, yes. I don't believe anyone should be, should run unless they're being chased. Yes. She was also more recently. Um, did you see that Lizzie Borden show? No, I wanted to because I love Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. But I just never got around. I know it's on Netflix. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it was good. She it was, was also... interesting. It was different. Yeah. She played her sister. 
Okay. And she kind of, I don't know. It's just, it was, the role that she was playing was, like, so prim and proper, and I just was not believing Clea Duvall in that role. She was on a Lifetime movie as well, where she was somebody's wife, pregnant, yeah. and they cut the baby out of her, or she cut the baby out of somebody. Oh, my God. I don't remember. That's how bad the movie was. I don't even remember <laughs> if she was the protagonist or the... Like, never yeah. mind, woman. I don't know. So, um, yes. So, Clea plays our invisible gal. And we also have, just kind of, for those of you who may or may not know this, but I, I actually caught it, like, when he was on there. I was like, oh, my God. Ryan Biddle, who plays Mitch. Some of you may know him from Sweet Valley High. Do you guys remember that show? It has been bugging me what he was in. And, yeah, that's He was it. Todd. Elizabeth's boyfriend on Sweet Valley High. <laughs> and he's so stupid in this episode. Like, he's such a waste of time. Yeah. And I don't understand why. He plays Cordelia's boy toy of yeah. the moment or her prom date or whatever yeah. this is. Um, Mitch. And he is... Her guacamole queen. <laughs> <laughs> so we... This episode. Yeah. Yeah. So... Not Cordelia. one of the ones I generally go back to. No, not at all. Because, I mean, it's a very Cordy-centric episode, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Yeah. I love Cordelia. But this is early Cordelia. Yeah. It's not she a very hasn't Cordelia. really hit her peak yet. Right. And Harmony. Harmony's in this episode. This mm-hmm. is uh, the second time we see Harmony in yeah, depth. Yeah, I think so. I'm like, yeah, the most that she's spoken on camera. Yeah. And she actually ends up being a really important mm-hmm. character in both this and Angel. Angel more so. Yeah. She becomes really a series regular. It. I really liked her on Angel. Me too. <laughs> I, I really did. Yeah. It was she creepy. comes into her own and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So more creepy things are happening at Sunnydale High. It's a uh, spring fling or May Queen or... Yeah, something May some Queen, I think. It's May Queen is going on, so... Um, which that doesn't exist. Right, because, I mean... That's May Queen. Isn't that the same thing as a prom queen? Yeah. Because wouldn't that be right around the corner? Yeah. Okay, so May Queen, and Cordy, obviously, is going to be May Queen. Yeah. And um, so she's making sure everything she does, the campaigning thing, you know, but she's going to be the queen. Which makes no sense, because she's a sophomore. Okay. Like, but she's the most popular person in the school. Right. Who are the seniors and the juniors? Do they just all suck? Right. <laughs> Like the head cheerleader, we see her in this episode too. Yeah, and we see she have been like yeah campaigning as well. Well, she is an uptight bitch, but still, how is Cordelia? Is it just purely money based? Are her parents truly the richest people in town? That's got to be what it is. And has she just been popular her whole life? That's probably what it is. Like her parents are like some. I don't even know. Do we know what her parents actually no, did? We, and we never see them on camera. Right. So they just have a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. and probably a lot of those kids' parents work for her father or something like that. And that makes sense, yeah. Maybe that's what it is, and they have that's got how. the biggest house in Sunnydale or whatevs. Um, so um, she's going around, and she's like, her her date, her little boy toy this time around is Mitch, and um, they're all being, I don't know, like all weird and cutesy and whatnot together. <laughs> I'm going to wear this to the dance, and you can't wear that, because we have to... No, whatever. Which um, reminds me of Cordelia being a sophomore. She was 27 
in this season. But she looked good. Yeah. She looked really young. It wasn't until recently that her face kind of fell off. You still look good. Yeah. Because you have that ID discovery. Let's not talk about the awful thing that happened to you. (laughs) Where you talk about all the awful things that happened to other people. Yeah. I tried to to watch another one of those episodes. I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. This is like real life. I can't do this. Do you see she has a um, movie on Hulu called Bound? Ah, yes, I did. It's also on Netflix. And it's some... Not Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't... No. I don't think I'm ready for that. Mm-mm. I don't want to Apparently see... Apparently there's no... I, you don't really see her naked. Okay. But, but there's plenty of, uh, like, suggestion. simulated sex. <laughs> <okay>. The worst. <laughs> I don't need to see that. I remember the Angel episode with fingers and... <laughs> Thank you. Pretty sure I know your routine there. Charisma. So Cordy's date, Mitch, gets attacked by a quote-unquote ghost with a bat. That's my favorite part of the whole episode. He gets his ass beat. <laughs> In the locker room. Like, beat! Like, yeah. He gets fucked up. Like, and why is he not screaming? Phantom bat! Phantom <laughs> bat! Like, I'm pretty sure I would just be screaming. Running, screaming. Like, he did nothing really no. to try Ow. to protect himself and just got fucked up. What's weird about this episode to me is that, all right, let's talk about Marcy for a second. Mm-hmm. Marcy Ross mm-hmm. is our villain, Claire Duval. Claire Duval. Mm-hmm. She has become invisible because she was ignored. Yes. And she was straight up ignored. The yeah. scene with her in class where everyone, including Xander, yeah. is raising their hand and... Uh, What's her name in the the teacher? Miss Marsh? Or yeah. Something? So, yeah. She is also a notable guest star. She was on 90210. She, she was the guidance counselor that wouldn't let Donna graduate. Oh. Miss Teasley? Teasley? Huh. Yeah. So she's our, she's also a little bit of 90s Interesting. trivia. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Are, were you actually an educator? Is that the only role you Right. Can, exactly. You know? But yeah, so Marcy's been supremely ignored. Even by the teacher, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't understand how all of this leads to being invisible. I get that the school's on the hell mouth, but that does not mean that magic just wafts out of the vents. (laughs) (laughs) And like... Yeah. Cast invisibility cloaks on people. Because I'm absolutely sure she's not the only student there. That has been ignored. Right. I mean, Jonathan. Yeah. Like, he should have been a, a prime candidate yes. for this invisibility thing. So and, but just... no, just her. Something. Well, it does happen again in season seven. Right. <laughs> Comically. Mm-hmm. Buffy sees a girl fading out and it's she like, slaps the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, if, if that would bring you back, doesn't Marcy get her ass kicked? Yeah. And yet she never reverts. Nope. Ever. Maybe it's just at that point she had gone too far. That's maybe, what I'm hoping. And maybe it's just because they're on the Hellmouth and because obviously she's just like a crazy person. Oh yeah, she's insane. So maybe cuz she went she escalated quickly. Absolutely. She went from I'm going to beat you with a bat. I'm going to push you down the steps, Harmony. To I'm going to slice your face off. I'm going to slice your face off and I'm going to gas you to death. Yeah. And like Giles had nothing to do with no. any of this. Like, no. I don't understand why. What do we have against Giles? She's awful. 
yeah. So she's like Phantom of the Operaing the school, <laughs> hanging out in the vents, playing her flute. All creepy like. Yeah, I don't completely understand the whole Yeah, her Yeah, she's just crazy because all of this energy was spent to get back at Cordelia for by ignore- getting right. yeah, and, and getting the people around her, not even attacking Cordelia no. first and foremost. I don't get it. You're invisible. Yeah. You don't have and anything else better to do. Your parents must hate you. Right. Because there's no Marcy Ross posters hanging up that she's been gone. Because she's clearly living in the rafters. Right. So she she hasn't been home. She went home to get, like, her stuffed teddy bear and something else. and that was it. So your parents are worse than Ira and, uh, whatever Willow's mother's name is. (laughs) There, There should have been, because when they go to try to find out what students are missing... There was never, the, it was just like she was absent a couple yeah. days. It wasn't like, oh my God, her her parents reported that she's mm-hmm. missing. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite parts, though, is when they're looking, when Buffy finds her yearbooks. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you guys didn't know her either? They're like, nope, never yep. saw her. Really? <laughs> you signed her yearbook. <laughs> you sat like two seats behind. Uh-huh. You had like four classes yeah. with her. She sat directly in front of you, Xander. Directly in front of mm-hmm. you. And yet... Have a nice. I totally wrote "Have a nice summer" in people's yearbooks all the time. <laughs> so did I. All the time. And apparently, that's the kiss of death. I, I mean, I guess if I'm sure I meant it that way when I wrote. I was like, "Do I even know you?" <laughs> Have a nice summer. Good luck in uh, life. Huh? Have you gone back and looked at your high school yearbooks? It's been a long time. Man, we all had the best intentions of being lifelong friends for. Oh my god, I know, and phone numbers and everything, and let's hang out, and let's Mm-mm. like blah blah blah. And... Not a one. No, I'm Facebook friends with a I'm lot of Facebook people friends from with a lot of them, but not a one of them would I imagine that I would be like maybe one or two. one or two I might. They'd be like, yeah, if we're in the same city, yeah. sure, let's hang out. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm good. Yeah, it's like, I see you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not, your life seems nice. There's a couple. I'm like, whoa, what happened to you? Oh, yeah, those are like... like especially the popular kids. Oh, my like, God, ah! yeah. <laughs> Suck <laughs> it! <laughs> Fuck you! Yes! Yeah, they, I've seen a couple of those, and it's like, ooh. And then oh. there's a couple you're like, oh, my God, you were so hot in high school. What happened to your hair? Where yeah, there was did a your lot of hair the, run away to? There was a lot of that at my 20-year reunion over the summer, or was it last year. And, um, yeah, there were a lot of those dudes. We couldn't even get it together to have ours. Nobody wanted to do anything. That's the last one I'm going to. I'm not going to anymore. I'm done. That's I it. didn't want to go. No, it was, um, it was I interesting. I nothing to prove. No. Plus, with the invent of Facebook, like we really don't need them anymore. No, it's like we it's don't. absolutely to the point now. It's like if you want to see these people, you will Look make time to mm-hmm. see these people. Yeah, it's like please don't force me no. to um have fun to sit around and have awkward reminiscing fun. We should hang out, or we should yeah, sure. you know. No. Nope, we didn't hang out in high school. God, I wonder what like the twenty year reunion for the Sunnydale High for. <laughs> What would a 20-year reunion for Sunnydale be like? Because they'd have to – it would more be like we survived yeah. Sunnydale. So it would be more like a, a group meeting. Yeah. <laughs> like a survivor's yeah. meeting. Jonathan would come. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and – well, no, Jonathan's – spoiler alert. Jonathan would not be there. 
because Jonathan's no longer with us, thanks to being stabbed in the stomach by... Oh, that's right! How did I completely just black that out? I was like, uh-huh. what happened to Jonathan? Yeah. yeah. So, the the 20-year the reunion would be a very slim... <laughs> so it would be got Willow, Xander, Willow, Buffy. Xander, Buffy. Dawn, because... Oh, no, she technically did not graduate from... The school collapsed into the Hellmouth before Dawn actually graduated. Right. Harmony. Harmony. Come back. Except she's dead. But... Alive, but yeah. dead. Cordy's off the plane or whatever. No one's ending pissed me off more than Cordelia's. It just wasn't... It was not complete. I felt like it was a cheat. Mm -hmm. And especially when they took her out, brought her back, Mm -hmm. and then took her away. And, yeah. No. I didn't like it. Yeah, sorry, guys. Again, spoilers Spoilers. for Angel. Angel. Angel spoilers. So... Oh, yeah, so, um... Okay, so speaking of being all, like, invisible and feeling left out, there's also a good point in this episode where Buffy, like, and I I found it kind of weird, it seemed a little forced and awkward when Xander and Willow are sharing those private jokes, and, um, Buffy... my deputy! (laughs) (laughs) And Buffy's like, oh, I guess you had to be there. Uh, Yeah, and, um, so it's like Buffy's still kind of feeling a little left out. Because, you know. I wish there was a deleted scene where they would tell the full story because I've she was laughing so hard that it had to have been hilarious. I can't imagine what it could have been to like to keep a laugh that loud, that hard going for yeah. apparently from like what, fourth grade? Yeah. This was Be my deputy. He had to have put a stupid hat on her in front of the entire school. <laughs> That uh, so many things happen, and this is just weird. And Angel is so just being uber stalkery. He's lurking. He's lurking around, and he comes. Yeah, out of nowhere, he starts to come around and talk to Giles on the down low. Yeah, why? I don't know why. And like they're keeping secret. it from her too. Yeah. So Angel and Giles start talking about something that we don't know yet. It's mm-hmm. called the Codex, and they're just kind of like a bunch of hush hush and like spy games. And uh, secretly talking about this thing, and um, I Giles guess... is all worried because you, you can't find it. He needs it. He's he like, I got re- one. He's like, I can get it for you. <laughs> I got that. What's up? I got that. You need it? I got you. That's your boy. I got your boy. That's your boy. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like, come on, just why do you? Why is it in movies and television when things like this happen? Just tell the person, right? Why do you try to shield them from it? It, it just inevitably ends up fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. It just makes matters worse. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but we'll get there. We'll get there. It's um, coming fairly so, soon. So they're lurking around and, uh, Cordy, all this weird stuff is happening around everybody. Mitch gets beaten up. Harmony gets pushed downstairs. The teacher who was going to help Cordy after school gets suffocated with a plastic bag, which by the way, I would just like to point out that what always in movies, speaking of when people get plastic, we get plastic bags put over their head and they're trying to be suffocated. They never go and like try to rip the mouth open mm-hmm. or Hey, your her hands were not tied up at all. No, just take the bag off. Yeah, I, like I know Marcy was holding it down, but she wasn't holding it down that hard. No, she wasn't trying. She wasn't trying to live. I think she, she wanted to die. Yeah, exactly. She had seen far too many of these stooges. Like she had one too many years these at Sunnydale suck. High. Yes, she wanted to go Fuck into that sweet kids. good night. <laughs> I'm done. So all this stuff is happening around Cordy, and so she decides to go to the Scooby Gang for help. And the whole time, Marcy has been leaving clues that mean nothing and have no context or meaning or, like, what is your endgame? Yeah. 
listen. Yeah. Because it wasn't to teach anybody any real lessons. It was just to get back at Cordelia. So it wasn't like... What am I looking at? Pay attention to people <laughs> smaller than yeah. you kind of thing. It was just... Just being ominous. She's just batshit. She so at is this just batshit crazy. Gone over the edge. And she's done. So what are Giles, Xander, and Willow looking for when they get trapped in the basement anyway? Why were they, they going they're down there? lured there by Marcy. Uh, it was a recording of the flute. Her flute. And they thought they were going to find her. So but the crazy bitch locks them in the basement and turns the gas on. Yep. She lures them mm-hmm. in the basement and locks them in there and turns murder. the gas on. Murder. Yeah. She's gone from assault mm-hmm. to first degree murder. Yeah. She was just really not that stable to begin with. Thank goodness Angel comes back. Right. And then um, he goes in there and he he doesn't breathe, so you know the gas doesn't bother him. So he goes and saves them. Should we not still clear out the school? Is this like? Yeah, I, I feel there's like there's a lot of gas in that room. Yeah, I feel like there's still some danger. Yeah, one janitor puff <laughs> on a cigarette. Because let's be honest. Yeah, they all that smoke. That was happening in that boiler room. Yep. Did your high school have a boiler room that you were allowed to just walk into? I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like I, I don't even know where our boiler room was. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you if my high school had a basement. Yeah. Like I, and yet people at Sunnydale are like that girl in Nightmares. Yeah. She gets the shit kicked out of her in the basement. Yeah. They go down to the... Where is the basement? Yeah, I, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I highly doubt I went to the basement no. of my school. Never. <laughs> Not one time. And if I had... I don't think I'd have come out alive. No, I did. No. I feel like bad things happen in the bit. Ba- no. Nope. So don't go into the boiler room of your high school. Seriously. At night. Don't go into the. I know. Just leave And it speaking alone. of night, why is Cordelia's dress fitting? Thank you. At night. Like, seriously. Yeah, at the school. At the school. I don't understand why that's going on there. So that's is that that's when all of this stuff is, is happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like so Buffy is still longing for days of yore when she was Miss Popularity and she mm-hmm. had no responsibilities of slayerage. And um so she's like kinda like, you know, gazing and daydreaming about <laughs> about uh being the May Queen and blah blah <laughs> blah. So um they're all kinda lurking around school. Okay. Cordy realizes that all this nonsense is happening around her. She thinks she's the key. So she goes to Buffy and them for help. And she's like, hey, you know, you're always around when weird stuff happens. Yeah. Maybe you know what this yeah. is. So they all start to work together. Buffy starts to pay attention to Cordelia and watch her. And they, they've all made the connections. And so it's nighttime. Cordelia has, like, her little minions around her helping her work on the dress. Like, yeah. wouldn't you get a professional, too? Yeah. And why um, are you doing this? It's, it's going on at school at night, and I don't understand why. I don't get it. There's a good... I like Cordy's little burn. There's a mini burn in that scene, though. With Giles? No, with Buff, with Buffy and Cordelia. Oh. When she's talking about how she used to be popular at her old school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you were popular? In what bizarro world? I actually so it's <laughs> it's like a great burn, but then it's also a goof at the same time because you wanted to be friends with her, right? Because you knew she was from LA, exactly. Like so for yeah for like almost twelve hours you thought that she was cool, yeah. So Cordy, so why now, uh, Cordy? Now you just want to be funny. You were understand. in the basement with the gas and <laughs> forgot a couple things. But there is another one with Giles too. Giles has I love the one. So when she does come there and. 
into the library for everybody's help. And Giles is like, you know, I don't think I've ever seen you in here. And she's like, oh, no, I have a life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So innocent. Yep. So, but. That's why I love Cordelia, because her burns just flow. Like, and she doesn't even acknowledge them. She just moves on to the next thing. Right. You know, it's she hits you and she's gone. It's like, quick, just, in and out. What just happened here? Yeah. Um. It's a, it's, it's not a bad episode. It's just not, it's not my favorite. No, there, I, I think the best part for me about this episode is when Cordy, you know, we've got deep thoughts by Cordy, that moment when she, she and Buffy share where Buffy's like, you know, uh, tells her like this girl was invisible because nobody paid attention to her and she's all lonely and Buffy says something about Cordelia. I bet you've never been lonely in your life. And she's like, Hey, scene one, Apple take one. Awful to feel that lonely. Hmm. So you've read something about the feeling? Hey, you think I'm never lonely because I'm so cute and popular? I can be surrounded by people and be completely alone. It's not like any of them really know me. I don't even know if they like me half the time. People just want to be in the popular zone. Sometimes when I'm talk, everyone's so busy agreeing with me. They don't hear a word I say. Well, if you feel so alone, then why do you work so hard at being popular? Well, it beats being alone all by yourself. Yeah, and she just breaks it down. Like, you yeah. know, there's like we get a little moment of um, vulnerable. Yeah, Cordelia. you can see the humanity in her for a change. Yeah. Which, which quickly disappears. Yeah. Because Marcy shows up. Yeah. And this is also a really good, this is a good episode and the fact that because we get to see Cordelia's humanity for mm-hmm. a split second. There's also um, the point that I find kind of refreshing is when she does ask the teacher for extra credit, extra mm-hmm. help. It's like, oh, Cordelia really does kind of care about her schoolwork. Yeah, she does. And so this makes her much more of a three-dimensional character as to where, you know, like, okay, she's got layers. And yeah, so Cause, and no one's around. And she just, she really is invested in this paper. And she's right. like, I have all these thoughts, but I'm just not focused at all. Right. And it's like, well, Cordelia's smart. Yeah. Just not in computer class where she thinks that <laughs> D-E-L means deliver. Yes. So this was this just uh, the way that she's written and the way that Charisma plays her. And the arc that we see, you know, the growth that she takes on throughout mm-hmm. these few seasons and then moves on to Angel. It's just a really great character. Yeah. And she could have just easily been just like, oh, my God, bitch number one. Yeah. You're in the school and, you know, sassy mean girl yep but no she was absolutely she's a great character cordelia spike and harmony have the best character arcs on that show between buffy and angel yeah they have the most growth i mean angel whatever <laughs> you're stuck in this loop mm-hmm. you're evil 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 good 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 evil 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 <laughs> good 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 when does the evil hit again yeah. Call me. Cause... Yeah. Brooding, 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 brooding. Yeah. Brooding, brooding. There's evil. no growth. No, there's never. You're stuck in a loop. He's always, yeah, it's always the yeah. same. Um, Yeah. Did you watch the Watch Mojo Top 10 Whedon characters? No, I've not seen that one. It's posted on our page. Take a look at it. Okay. Guess who's number one? Spike. Yes. <laughs> because... When I first watched it, when I first started watching it, I thought it was a best Buffy characters. Mm-hmm. Then when Malcolm came up, I was like, wait. Oh no! This is Whedon. Ca- Wait, 
Spike is number one in Whedon characters? That's awesome. Like, you're including all? Yeah. Of, they didn't include franchises like Avengers, because mm. yeah, that's not his character. No, it's not. He didn't make those. Um, Cabin in the Woods was included, because Marty was on the list. Huh. Or not Marty. Is Marty the... No, Mar- yeah, Marty was on Marty's the list. Marty's the stoner. Yeah, he was mm. on... I think he was on the list. Um, but yeah, Spike was number one. That's pretty awesome. I, but yeah. Wow, out of all the Whedon characters. Uh-huh. Of all hmm. the leading characters, Spike was number one. Because he that. damn sure is. Because <laughs> I, I could see that. I could absolutely see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he really did it. He, um... It's an interesting... Li- uh, give it a watch. It's, yeah. You're going to be like, what? Really? Faith doesn't make the list at all. When She's you start not, thinking about it... She doesn't have much growth No, either. no. But, like, Jane from Firefly does make the list. Huh. Wash, of course. Yeah. Malcolm, of course. Uh-huh. Zoe? Yeah. Yeah. Jane? That's weird. That's weird. And there's just ten. And there's only ten. Huh. Yeah. We'll have to look at that in two. Marcy Ross does not make the list. <laughs> so, Marcy comes, and she starts attacking. And she shoots... This, this is something I didn't understand at all. She injects Cordelia with a paralytic. Mm-hmm. So that she can't feel her face. Mm-hmm. I can't feel my face. How is she still talking? If she can't feel her face, she shouldn't be able to feel her. She should be talking, but she's right. not. No, she's, she's full, full on, on straight. Sh- yeah. <laughs> Heard her teeth. So this paralytic paralytic only works on your cheeks? I guess. Maybe. I... But there's a fantastic moment where you can see how much Giles is training actually influences Buffy mm. because Marcy's like, I'm invisible. You idiot. How are you going to fight me? And Cordelia's like eh, eh, crying and whining. And uh, Buffy's like, shut up Cordelia. Yeah. And she just calmly closes her eyes she and listens. Her uh-huh. <laughs> and she kicks her ass. Yeah. She gets her until two very shady men come in and throw a blanket over her, which, and these guys have been lurking around the school and they just all assumed it. Men in black. The audience assumes that it's just Cordelia's bodyguards mm-hmm. or something, but new, no. they are government officials mm-hmm. who uh, are prepared to deal with this sort of invisibility bullshit. And they take Marcy off mm-hmm. to a school for I, essentially, I guess, X-Men like, because this has happened in others. Buffy even tells them, this has happened before. You're not surprised. Yeah, that's classified. Yeah. and um, there's, there's a whole classroom of them. Yep. Okay, so this has happened before. They've got a classroom full of them. I feel it's unfair for the teacher to have to teach these kids not knowing if there's anyone there, where they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, they couldn't throw a cloak yeah. on them, Is like, a jacket yeah. or something. And, like, like, how many times have they sat on each other? Like, can invisible right. people see each other? Yeah. I have so many questions about this invisibility thing. Me like, too. I, I feel like there's not, like, there's some, a lot of rules weren't done no. properly. Uh, okay, so when they were in, when they first went invisible, the clothes that they were wearing turned invisible along with them. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they can't put new clothes on and those become invisible? Are they wearing the same clothes that they were? And if they <laughs> take them off and it's invisible, how do they know where to pick it up again? Is she yeah. just naked? Like, because if she put, that's what, that's a good point. Like if she put new underwear on, right. she would need some fresh underwear. Yes, I would l- hope so. Yeah. <laughs> would they just be like these panties walking around or do they turn invisible with her? 
Like, you'd be able to see her if just, like, her right. clothes were walking around. But, like, Sue Storm, mm. everything goes invisible with her. Right. In but, Fantastic Four, when she, you Yeah, know, but she's, But like, then it reappears right. when she reappears. Exactly. So, it's like, these kids apparently aren't reappearing right. at any point in time. They just are invisible, staying invisible, and that's how the government wants to keep them. And Sue, Sue had control over hers, because when she got a handle on it, remember at first, like, she went invisible, but her clothes were still there? Yes. Yes. And then Mr. Fantastic was like, Sue, close. And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what, what's going on with, the, with this class thing. And it's a big old cliffhanger. We never talk about it again. Never again. Never. Like, there were, like you said, it was referenced in season mm-hmm. seven, just for a split second. Just a, yeah. little thro- a little throwback. She slapped the shit out of her and the girl came back. But just like the bad eggs... We I never, or was it, was it bad eggs or was it, no, it wasn't bad eggs. It was the praying mantis one. Oh teacher's yeah. Teacher's pet with the, the eggs pet. at the end. Mm-hmm. We never talked about Why'd that Why do we even again. bring that up? Why was that scene even in there? Because, yeah. It's not like they went off. No. And we had never... a bunch of weird demon-y praying mantis <clears throat> running around. Right. That should have been the next episode if we were going to do anything. Because, yeah. <sighs> you could have, you could have started off the next episode with them like killing them and being yeah, like. Yeah, just one rando. Yeah. That would have been fine. Great. Just maybe just a mention of it. But like, no. So there was pointless for that. There were no songs unless you count the box song that Marcy kept playing over and over Boring. and over. And we had our burn. And nobody died. Nobody count. Nobody died in this one. So this one, I mean, it's it has its mo- it has its points. Like it's really great for Cordelia mm-hmm. to like shed some light on her and the depth of her character where she's going. So I think that's the only real point mm-hmm. to this episode. And there's like the start of this codex business. This was basically the filler before the meal. Mm-hmm. Like a little aperitif. Yeah. And a moose-bouche. Because the shit is about to go down. Exactly. Our next episode is Prophecy Girl. Sweet. Our season one finale. So the moral of this story, I guess don't, allow others to make you feel invisible you have a voice and you matter mm-hmm. and uh just because you and also yeah you can go ahead and take the deep thoughts by cordy too as the moral of the story as well <laughs> yeah you, you she that it's such a great scene you're right it's such a great scene because she's talking about how popular she is but mm. she's like yeah you could be super popular and yet nobody knows anything about you right. they just want to be around you because you're popular yeah they're yeah. not. They don't really care about what she's saying or what her thoughts are. They're Although, just... do you feel like they kind of stole that scene from "Can't Buy Me Love"? <laughs> when uh, Cindy Mancini is telling Patrick Dempsey the same exact story. Probably because I know I've heard it somewhere. Probably other things as well. But you know, it's the age-old tale. It's. I mean, it's. They keeps it keeps resurfacing in mm-hmm. different teenage vehicles because it's the truth and they're trying to and once you kids figure this out you just gotta find your one person mm-hmm. if xander didn't have willow or willow didn't have xander they might have become invisible too yeah, you exactly. need to find your one person that is your person yes that gets you yeah and you guys and just goof off or be serious or you know whatever this is there is a person there's out somebody there. out there that likes something that you like. You just have to find them. And God, you guys are so lucky now with the computer, with the internet and all the social media. Stop platforms. using it for evil. Right. <laughs> Use it for good. <laughs> we don't care. 
all these social media platforms. God, yes. it's so easy now for you kids to get together and find somebody who yeah. likes no matter how niche and how like mm-hmm. ridiculous and or crazy you may think it is, there is at least one other person out there yes. that gets it. And don't use it to troll. It. I just don't understand people who go online to just shit on other things. Like I don't Apparently their lives are nothing. They should be invisible. Yes, because you aren't you aren't doing any good for anybody. No. Especially not yourself. No. Like, and it's just, it's useless. It's pointless. I don't understand. And it's not what the internet's for. It's for great things. Create. Yeah. And Or at least there. be organized with your, like, imagine if the We Hate Brenda Walsh fan club <laughs> had the internet. <laughs> or at least learn how to spell. There is nothing worse. That. Than me reading somebody's bullshit, shitty, like misogynistic, homophobic, yeah. racist, just like piece of shit trash. Yeah. And then it, everything is misspelled and there's no punctuation. Abbreviated in ways that I know, is it's not, like, it's like, not an abbreviation. It's like, I don't even know if I should be offended by this. Yeah. Like, is this English? I you don't know. You can't just shorten a word <laughs> because your Twitter won't accept that many characters. Don't use that word. Right. Think of something else. Yeah. Or maybe. Let's abbreviate your thought. Pick up a thesaurus. (laughs) It's this book that we used to use. Way back when. Back in my day. We used to have to look in a book (laughs) for words. Speaking of which, the one thing that is heartbreaking to me that kids don't really have are encyclopedias. Mm. I was just talking about this the other day. I used to love an encyclopedia. We used to have like a nice set of encyclopedias Mm -hmm. and I just kind of flipped through it. Yeah. When I was bored, I would just sit there and randomly look through it yeah kids don't they have the internet yeah they don't need that also it's i mean it's a plus and a minus because you don't have to go through so many books for reports and everything yeah. now but also while we're on the subject stop citing wikipedia as your source yeah wikipedia is not something that crowdsource web pages should not be it is not no no and I have to tell myself, stop taking Wikipedia as fact. Because <laughs> even it's, I do it. I look it up and I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like people. Scarface795 added that. It's <laughs> not real. And I will. I will. I, I have that problem sometimes. I'll see something. Do you know how many times the onion has gotten me? Ugh. I'll read a headline and go, that's fucked. Uh, I know. Oh. Then I'm like, oh, the onion. Okay. Damn yeah. you. Damn you, uh, onion. Almost. So many times, or I will see a headline that I think is an Onion headline, but it's actually a Huffington Post, and I'm like, oh no, this is real. Right? I'm like, this can't be. This can't, this has to be an oh, Onion story. Oh. This came from the Huffington Post, all right? Well, oh, I guess... Donald Trump, you <laughs> wicked little. I just want to give you a oh, noogie. Oh, God. Can we move if that, like. I'm going to Canada. That's it. I'm going to London. I'm done. I'm going to go find a spike. <laughs> mm-hmm. And have done with this country. I can't do it. <coughs> so next week. Well, what did you guys think of Out of Mind, Out of Sight? Send us a voice message. You can um, call us at four one two three eight five seven two five zero. Leave a short message or record an MP three file, less than two minutes, por favor, and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail dot com. We might play it on the air. Next week's episode. Prophecy girl. Prophecy girl. Season finale. I love this episode. We're going to be wrapping up season one. Although I do, this uh, this has been nice, season one, because like I said, I very rarely revisit season one mm-hmm. when I do my rewatches. So a lot of these where we're like, oh, it's just like the first time. I usually start with season two. Yeah, that's pretty much it. If I don't season start two, with season two, heart. I start with Prophecy Girl. Mm, that's a good, 
this call. But um, yeah, so next week we're doing Prophecy Girl. And please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. It's listed under Rugged Angel Productions. And there's a couple other, there's uh, three other podcasts that are in that feed as well. So just go ahead and subscribe there. That'd yeah. be super. Thanks. Or at least rate us and review us. Um, you can also like us on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. And you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore Rugged Angel. Or me, Marcel, at mspear7338. And, uh, yeah, so we are going to peace out here. But um, I do have a nice little thing here for you. There's something a little special for this episode. <laughs> that's that's perfect. All you old heads out there, you that's know what, what I is. would do if I had invisible powers. You just went around playing invisible. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be touching people like who goosed me? Goosing. That's what invisible powers are for. And on that note, we will talk to you guys See next you next week. week. <laughs>